Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, so today I'm here with Quinn. He's our media. So how did you come up with Quasar Media? So a Quasar is like the most distant celestial body that we know of. Basically it's like where stars are formed. It's like a, think of it as like a giant ball of gas that's just burning off in the distance. And so I've always been like fascinated by um, like outer space and yeah. sci-fi and all that. So I figured, like, it's a cool concept. Like, I've, I've always been super into that. Yeah. And then it also starts with a Q, which, like, my name, Quinn, starts yeah. with a Q. So I, I guess it just kind of fit. Like, I got really into looking up about quasars. And yeah. It's Why did you not want to go by your original name? I feel like most photographers go by original name. A lot of people do. I mean, not that I don't like my name. It's just, I don't know, like, I didn't ever want my photography or my brand or whatever be about like my own image like I didn't want to have my face or my name all over anything so it's kind of just like I've always been into nicknames too yeah. especially with like you know street art you, like come up with a nickname or like a, a tag that you use so you're actually born in Arizona or right yeah so I'm from Phoenix Arizona a little town called Ahwatukee yeah it's like a suburb of Phoenix oh were yeah. your parents from there as well my mom was born and raised in, in Phoenix, and then my dad's actually from Florida, oh. like uh, Central Florida, Melbourne. Yeah. Are they into like art as well, or? No. So I, I actually come from like a family of athletes. Like what? my brothers and I all played sports growing up. Well, my one of my brothers plays professional baseball, and then my youngest brother continues to play baseball in high school. And then yeah, both my parents were athletes. Like my mom ran track. She was a heptathlete back when they That's did that. Crazy. And she was a volleyball player, and then my dad played pro baseball, too. Whoa. Yeah. Did you have that kind of, like, did they want you to be an athlete as well, then? Uh, I, I think so, yeah. But, I mean, they're fully supportive of what I'm doing now, which is great. I mean, like, I, I enjoyed playing sports, but it just wasn't really my passion. So yeah. I decided to pursue other things. What was the kind of scene like back then in Phoenix? In Phoenix? Um, I mean, back when I was living there, it, like... I don't know, it's not that big, it's nothing like it is here, obviously. Like, I've gone back and seen sort of what it's like now, and it's a bit different. Like, there's a much richer music scene there, I think, now, especially, like, in hip-hop. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, when I, when I was growing up there, it wasn't much in terms of, like, the music scene. Like, I would go to shows when I could, but, you know, everyone comes to perform in L.A., and not everyone necessarily stops and in Arizona. Yeah. Were your friends around you, like, in tour as well, or where did you even get that initially? Yeah, I, so, I guess I was pretty good about, like, being able to get along with people from different backgrounds and different groups. Like, I hung out with a lot of athletes, too, but definitely my, my close, close friends were very much creative, and, yeah, like, <laughs> they're, they're musical or, you know, visual yeah. artists. Were there so, yeah, some diverse, yeah. diverse group of people? Were there some artists back then that you were interested in, like non-music related, just for the like videos Ooh, that's or a photography? Good question. Um, I mean, I was I was always into movies growing up. Yeah. 
but I was definitely very much into like street art in oh. middle school and high school. So like tagging and sticker yeah. art and all that. So you did all that too? Yeah, here and there, like a little <laughs> bit. Um, I was never super hardcore about it, but yeah, me and a few of my friends were were pretty into it at one point. Yeah, but so your parents, they're not even in, like, they're not even into art then? Like, it was just kind of your own hobby right. then. Did they understand you or, like, how much you had love for art? Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, it's not the world that they come from, yeah. so I feel like sometimes it's hard for them to fully understand, like, what I'm doing out here, but they're totally supportive and they, they get it. Like, they understand I have to, you know, chase what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's tough, like, moving out here and not really knowing what the hell I'm doing, just kind of figuring it out yeah. as I go. You know, I, I didn't have that, like, someone in my family to really learn from yeah. in terms of art. But I mean, they, they, they both love music. Like, we, oh. we love music and movies. So in high school, are your favorite subjects, like, art-related or...? Yeah, I was big into creative writing. That's huge. Um, I never actually, like, took a photo class until college, um, which is weird. Like, I, I kind of regret not ever taking photo in high yeah. school. But, um, yeah, I took, like, pottery because it was kind of a joke <laughs> class. I just couldn't hang out with my friends. Were you always interested in more, like, electronic music or...? Uh, I, well, hip-hop has always been, like, my first love, oh, okay. really. But I got into electronic music... I think it was my freshman year of high school. Like I started listening to Justice and Bonobo and got really into dubstep. Yeah. Like that was a really, you know, set it off when that whole wave happened in the in the US. Um so I think that was a pretty pretty pivotal moment for yeah. like me artistically. Just like because, you know, it, I, I guess, I don't know what it was like in Hong Kong, but in the U.S., it's like when you're a kid, it's like, oh, techno is weird. Like, everything's techno. You know, it's not, oh, yeah. it's not like electronic music with house and, you know, different, different genres. Yeah. Everyone's just like, oh, techno. It's all one thing. <laughs> but then you come to find out that it's this rich, vast yeah. landscape of music. So that was pretty huge. What age did you get your first camera? <sighs> I was a sophomore in high school. Or maybe it was my freshman year. I was like 15 or 16, maybe. Yeah. And I had no idea how to use it. I was just like, kind of like even made you shooting full one? auto. I don't know. From I, like the, I guess the like graffiti side to like the right. side. Yeah. Well, I was into like skateboarding and like oh. longboarding. So. Is that from how it started? The skateboarding photography was kind of interesting, or. I think that definitely had something to do. With, like watching skate videos or yeah. like watching just movies in general. And also the physical aspect of it, like, I was really fascinated by the idea of, like, being able to capture some, something, like, in the physical mm -hmm. world and, like, reproduce it. Same with music, like, recording sound to me is really interesting. Yeah. But, um, I don't know what was the catalyst. I kind of just one day decided I wanted a camera and yeah. then I got one and it kind of took off from there. But for the first couple of years, I didn't, like, know how to use it really. I was just shooting things that I, that I thought looked cool. Do you, you remember know, what camera was? And what, yeah, it was, it was a Nikon D3000. Like, super early, basic DSLR. Um, I got it for Christmas one year and was super stoked. But, again, had no idea how to use it. <laughs> so I started, like, 
you know, using the slow shutter and taking photos of lights and like kind of oh, light painting. <laughs> and I, I didn't know how to reproduce what I was doing. I just thought it yeah. looked cool, so. Do you have like a photographer back then you looked up to? Hmm, not really. I had, I had a friend who was pretty into photography, just like a super talented visual artist. My boy Chet, Chet, if you're watching this, <laughs> shout out Chet. Um, yeah, he, he and I would like skate around and he, he would always be taking photos and painting. And I really looked up to him. He's like a, like an older brother figure almost. But um, yeah, he's like the first person I really knew who was a photographer yeah. or like had a camera. How about like, like artists online though? Like did you look up other photographers online back uh, then? Not that I can think of, mm -hmm. no. I mean, like I didn't really know photographers or how to access their work until like I got to college and started learning like oh. studying them you know yeah you have, like Richard Avedon or like these famous photographers that you look up to but yeah. no I, when I was young and like first starting out I didn't really have anyone that I looked to yeah in terms of like famous people mm -hmm. and then you went to what northern Arizona yeah yeah wow that's crazy <laughs> yeah was it something like electronic was it? Electronic media? media and film, yeah. <laughs> so it's a smaller school in Flagstaff, Arizona. Um, so, I mean, you have like the two main schools, ASU and U of A. I chose to go to the smaller school up in like a little mountain town. Not what you would think is like characteristic of Arizona. It's like snow six months out of the year, oh, wow. super gorgeous. Um, but yeah, the, the, the film program there, it was like super radio based like it wasn't it was very journalistic there wasn't a lot of creativity involved so i ended up transferring actually out to santa monica college oh, here in la after yeah. like two years at nau and uh joined the film program there yeah how did you realize that you wanted to kind of like have your whole career in like film and video like what what did you love so much about it initially oh man i think just like as a kid, I was always very imaginative. Like I would always be drawing. I, you can ask my parents. I, everywhere I went, I had to have either a book or like a notepad to draw on. Like my one of my favorite stories that my dad loves to tell is one time we were he was taking me to baseball practice and I forgot my baseball gear but had like a book with me that I was reading. Yeah. So I guess that's just a testament to sort of like I was always focused on creating things, but I never really considered it like a practical career choice, yeah. you know? Because that's not like, I guess growing up they tell you, you know, go to school, go to college, get a good job, settle down, you know, it's like the yeah. typical American timeline, I yeah. guess. Where do you think you got your confidence from that you you're, could pursue it full time? Um, I think just like, <laughs> Part of it is not really knowing what you're doing. <laughs> like for me at least, I was like, I, I think this looks cool. So I just keep experimenting and practicing and figuring out what works and then hope other people like it, you know? Yeah. That's kind of, it's like a level, I don't know. Like as an artist, you're definitely insecure. Mm -hmm. But I think you just have to keep doing it until you're comfortable with what you're doing. Yeah. Why do you decide to study it in college compared to like just going out and doing it full time? Um, so I, well, I started college as a journalism and poli sci major. Oh. And after one semester, I was painfully bored with it. Didn't like it. 
switch my major for the next year and then realized that the film program there wasn't what I was hoping mm -hmm. it would be, so that's when I transferred. Um, but I, th I think the, I don't know, I guess it was always just this idea that you have to go to college to get a good job, mm. and then but I You kind of realized that you didn't even, or did you want to work for a company and do creative stuff? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, the, the goal has always been to do something creative for a career, like, I, but, I don't know, I guess not having a background in it or not having, mm -hmm. like, a family member or someone close to me who really knows how the entertainment industry works. It's a lot of, like, doing your own research and figuring it out and asking questions from, from your peers. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. There, there was no, like, definitive moment where I was like, oh, this is what I want to do. I always kind of, like, knew I wanted to yeah. do it. I just didn't know how to really get to yeah. that point. Do you think and you I'm still figuring it out, you know? Learn a lot from college. Like, do you think you can get to where you are now, like, without that, or...? That's the thing. I think for everyone it's different. Me, like, I, I enjoy learning, and I, I enjoyed school to a degree, but a lot of it's busy work, and, like... Especially in college, you get to a certain point where it's like you have to go do what you're learning about. Especially in like film production or photography, it's like you get great connections from school, you know. You have a piece of paper that says you finished something. If you finish, I didn't finish. <laughs> but um, yeah, I think th there's something to be said for people who can just like especially now with technology you can just sit on the computer and learn everything you would learn in a classroom and then go do it yeah. as opposed to paying thousands and thousands of dollars to to learn yeah in like a formal environment oh so you quit school and then what did you do so i like the plan was to finish school I applied to transfer. I like finished it yeah. SMC, got my associates, and then I got accepted into the film program at CSUN, Cal State Northridge. Oh, okay. But that same week, I got offered a job on a TV show as oh, like wow. a production assistant. But Was it's, it like, the Lionsgate? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I worked on a show called Dear White People. Like on, but how did on you Netflix. get that? Was that through your school or? No, no. So that was actually through a family friend. Oh. Who we. We had a mutual friend through like sports, actually through baseball. Or like my brother played baseball with her son. She introduced us to one of the execs on the on the show, and then yeah. she's like, you know, I can't give you a job, but I can get you an interview. And so I got the interview, and they ended up offering me the yeah. job. Wow! So. How much like of a portfolio did you already have back then? In in the film world, not as much. I mean, I'd mainly just worked on student student projects, but at yeah. that point, I was already like shooting. You know, I was doing photography professionally for a while, like a couple of years. Yeah. But like, I, I I wasn't a photographer on that on that production. I was like a, a production assistant. Yeah. So a little different. Yeah. What so did you do after that? Um, after that, I just continued to you know do photography. Wait, what year was it that you did that? That was last year. Oh, what? Yeah. <laughs> Everything was okay. Yeah. It's so fast. Okay. So yeah, like I, I had been in school for a while. Wait, was it last year or the year before? Well, uh, it was it was twenty it was twenty sixteen. <laughs> yeah, not last year. I keep saying last year like it's still twenty seventeen. Similar, yeah. this, right? <laughs> it was it was uh, summer of twenty sixteen. I got that job. 
and it was crazy because like the last the day that we wrapped production was election night so like everyone went and voted that morning and then had our last day of work oh and we were leaving like as the results were coming Damn. in so it was, it was a really heavy yeah. environment but wow. yeah that, so I guess that was like a year and a half ago now yeah and then I've just been doing freelance full-time since. How were you able to even transition to freelance? I mean, it's kind of difficult initially. Yeah, it's super tough. I think just, like, having multiple hustles, I guess. Like, I was doing the photography photography thing full-time, but also working on television sets and, like, commercials and things like that oh, as so a production you're, assistant. Oh, so then, like, so through, like, like, the lines that you got other... Other like, jobs, okay, exactly, yeah. Sense. Yeah, I got some connections through that. Yeah. Worked with some great people. Um, and I've just been able to continue to work off that yeah. for the most part. How did you go from that to meeting more music people? I mean, it's, it's been concurrent for the most part. Like, I've been doing both of them simultaneously. Oh, okay. Like, I've, I've been working, I've been, like, taking photos and music for three years now, almost. Yeah, oh, like so three, when you're still in school, you're doing, like, uh, festivals and events. Right, already. yeah. Which was tough, like, juggling the two, so... I don't know, I think I made the right choice, and I don't know if I quit school, maybe I'll go back if I ever need to, but I think I'm, yeah. I'm good on school for now. How are you even able to, like, get into the music? I mean, I mean, a lot of people watching this kind of curious about, like, how right. they could get their foot in. I mean, honestly, the best advice I think I can give is just don't... Don't let anyone tell you you can't do something. Like, I, for me, the way I started was I had a friend who was throwing parties with brownies and lemonade. Um, so I just started showing up to their events with my camera, taking photos, sending them the photos, and be like, yo, check it out. This is what I can do. And they ended up, like, asking me to come back, and eventually they hired me, you know, to, yeah. to shoot for them, started when, paying me. When was it that they started, I guess, yeah, like... <sighs> working was, with them formally that was like two and a half years ago that I started shooting for them okay I think wow I can't I get my years mixed up I think it's like <laughs> sometime late 2015 maybe yeah or like mid like summer oh, 2015 so you've really seen their growth that's crazy oh yeah it's been wow, fascinating who, like what 2015 yeah like early 2015 damn yeah <laughs> and then and even in 2015 they had been doing it for like a couple of years so it's just a testament to their their relentlessness. Like they just have been able to see so much success from like just not giving up. Yeah. yeah. Super inspiring. And then now you're able to travel with them. Yeah, it's <laughs> Wait, awesome. Was Australia I'll, the first one, or did you have stuff before? Uh, I mean, we we traveled a bunch before in the oh. continental U.S., but like that was our first international sort of mini tour. Damn. Did you actually tour with some artists before? Um, I, I had been on like short runs with other art, like I went on a little run with uh, Two-Tone Disco. Yeah. Um, nothing big, really. I think that's the only time, actually. Uh, all my traveling has been with yeah. brownies and lemonade for the most part. What is the, I guess, biggest difference between like just shooting shows and like going like on tour where there's something like surprising? Touring is great because you get to really experience a whole new landscape. like. In Australia, it's there, and it's Japan especially, like there's so much culture shock when you go and it's like, you know, you're going there to work, but you're also learning about someone else's culture and like 
getting to spend more one-on-one time with artists that you normally wouldn't get mm. to spend time with here in LA. Like all the artists on the Alice in Wonderland tour, like we we stayed in the same hotels, like we hung out in between shows. Like it's a completely different experience in that regard. Like here, I feel like everyone's so busy and always doing stuff. Yeah. You know, it's like. You wouldn't you wouldn't run into someone like I don't know like Taco from Odd Future yeah. just randomly, but we spent a bunch of time with him in in Australia, so it's stuff like that that I think is really cool. It's like a specific experience. Yeah, and then about the the J- Japan house. Oh, Japan was the <laughs> sickest. I mean, the, both trips were just phenomenal. Yeah. But, you know, I that was my second time going to Japan and. It's cool, going to Japan is just fascinating the first time you go, if you're from here. But going with someone who basically like has the keys to the city, essentially like mm. going with someone like Skrillex yeah. is completely different because you experience so much more like with the Alza team. Damn, what was that like? <laughs> I, it's tough to, I don't know. I'm still kind of just in shock that everything happened that happened. Yeah. Um, it, w- it was really, it was really eye-opening. Just, well, first of all, he's just like an amazing per Like that whole team is just an awesome group of people. Um, the, the Alzla peeps. But like we went to a, like a Shinto shrine or like a, and, and we also went to a Buddhist temple. Like we went to both in the same day and that whole day was probably the highlight of tr- the trip for me just cause it's so vastly different from what you experience here on like yeah. a day-to-day basis. It, it wasn't like we went before a show and I don't know, you just feel this energy that's way different when you go to some like a sacred site mm, in another yeah. country. And it's like, there's the language barrier, there's that that you think about. It's like, I don't know. <laughs> it, it trips me out thinking about it. Like it was a really, really beautiful trip. Yeah. What goals do you have, I guess, for the next like five years? Next five years? Or longer, up to you. <laughs> longer? I'm just trying to figure out what I'm doing this year. Uh, okay, this year then. Th- uh, well, this year I'm definitely like focusing on well, just being more focused and disciplined in general. Like I'm, I'm focusing on my health a lot more. Like, Oh, really? Trying to eat better. Well, yeah, I've always like tried to be healthy, you know? Yeah. But now I'm working on like my sleep schedule mm. and like you know, having a, having a meal routine. So I'm like waking up earlier, stretching, um, just trying to take care of like my body. Cause like when you're traveling, especially yeah, it, it wears you down. Or even nightlife photography in Hong Kong yeah. used to do that. Like, like one to three a.m. You, you, you did that in Hong Kong? <laughs> yeah. And then I would just like tape like naps before at like 11 and it's just right. like, ugh. I don't know. And it's, then my parents tough. hated all the smoking. <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> And it's just like you're you're a zombie during the day, and then you work all night. It's like, it's tough. Yeah. So just trying to be more health conscious, I think. Mhm. How about for your photography or video? Um, this year I actually wrote down a bunch of goals. I don't I don't typically do that. I just kind of like have them in the back of my head. Mm-hmm. But I I want to shoot more music videos this year. Uh. I want to um, do some more fashion work, like work on some lookbooks. Mm. Um, what else? I have a couple projects in the works that I would like to finish this year. 
Yeah. Um, there's a short film I've been working oh, wow. on for a while. That, um, yeah. Want to finish yeah. that for sure? Yeah. It's, I mean, we we've shot it all. It's like in post production, but it's been a process. We're like working on the on the score now. So. Nice. We're, so did you things. start like photography and video at the same time, or did you like do photography or video first? Uh, kind of at the same time. Like yeah. I. I feel like photography's always come easier, like it, yeah. especially with with video production or like filmmaking, it, it, excuse me, it requires more collaboration, so it's like, I can take my camera and take photos anywhere, yeah. or I can shoot video anywhere too, but like, working on something like a professional music video typically requires more than just one person and one camera. Yeah, actually what I realize more and more is that people kind of now require photographers to do video stuff right because I never really had a background video like <laughs> yeah because I just did like photography and like before that it's like mm -hmm. kind of separate like you hire a videographer but now it's like right. people are like wait what you people don't do, do video both. Yeah. yeah but I guess and you kind of for cheaper and it's like <laughs> <laughs> damn it <laughs> but, but I guess uh, you already knew both so that wasn't really an obstacle for you right yeah yeah no I guess I well for for music I guess I started doing photography first Mm -hmm. professionally like people would hire me for photography first and then just been working on building my video skills yeah yeah what would you say have been your biggest challenges so far challenges so far well I, I still really um, like I'm always working on learning more about the business side of photography because Especially as artists, I feel like we struggle more with money in some mm -hmm. instances. Like, I mean, I guess that that's a generalization, but for me personally, like, I I hate dealing with the money aspect of it. Yeah. So I would much rather just focus on the art. But it's like something you have to do if you're working as a freelancer and you're managing yourself and you know booking your own gigs. It's like you have to learn about the music industry and how like. You know how to negotiate things like that like I hate negotiating yeah but it yeah comes that's with so the true like there's so few like photography agencies the only ones really would be like huge fashion people who shoot the biggest campaigns right. but then even a, like a musician even if you're like somewhat small you already have a manager yeah that's what we need <laughs> right yeah we need we need a union too we need like a photo union. yeah and also I think well, I saw on Twitter just like being more uh, open with like rates and everything right totally yeah, yeah, I wonder why. Union, maybe just a coalition. Yeah. All my photo video peeps out there. <laughs> we've been talking about it forever. <laughs> Let's just do it because everyone will benefit from yeah. it. Yeah. It's cool though. I have like, you know, in, in LA photography, I'm sure you've experienced it too. Like it's very competitive, mm -hmm. but only because everyone is so great at what they do, like super talented. But like I'm, I'm friends with a bunch of other photographers and videographers. So it's great to like, you know bounce ideas off people and be like hey like have you experienced this before like I was just talking to a, a photographer friend um the other day had like a question about contracts or something mm. so it's it's nice that everyone is super supportive of one another in, yeah in this community I think or that's been my experience at mm -hmm. least how do you think you've grown as a person since when you started Ooh. I've definitely been I've that's a really great question. I think I've been able to rely on myself more. Mm. Um, 
like more I've, I've become more independent over time and just more assertive I think like when you're first starting out especially it's tough like going back to negotiating or just yeah. like de- dealing with people who know more about sort of the business than you do so I, I've I've learned more about the business and been able to like assert myself more. Yeah. I think it's a big one and it's tough for like young artists especially, you know. Mhm. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? What do I want to be remembered for? I want to be remembered for making people smile, whether it <laughs> And that's like the corniest most cookie cutter answer, but in all honesty like photography for me or art or anything it's just like I love to make it for myself but sharing a connection with someone is so much more rewarding I think because it's tough like it's tough living out here in LA you know trying to do whatever it is you do and like sometimes it's easy to get sucked into that that mindset of like oh I don't have anyone to rely on or like I'm super lonely you know whether it's through my photography or just being like a good friend to someone when they need it just like I want to be able to make people feel more whole because yeah. that's what I value is like when someone can do that for me too so I don't know yeah I love just that being a good person yeah <laughs> thank you so much yeah thank you I appreciate you having me <laughs> bye guys